0: Welcome to another abundance podcast! Yay, we're on day three, and we've got some cool new voices in the crowd. Karen Tralor is back. Kerielle Clark is back, but today we have Willie Siegel and Myra mundo sharing their wisdoms left and right. It's popping! It was so popping it lasted an hour and a half, so I cut it down to this twenty-minute version. But the hour and a half one's pretty amazing. Anyway, we start with box breathing. We get into quantum entanglement and all sorts of stuff. Attachment, water, Tupac. It's a wild ride. I'll just lead us through box breathing because I'm obsessed with it. Inhale. (laughs) Hold. Exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale, hold, and inhale. And find a part of the body that's tight. And hold, and let it wiggle. Inhale. And relax the whole body. Let that heart be the fire that's warming up our fingers and toes. And I'm gonna try to keep box breathing throughout my whole life, but also this Whole session. It really helps me with transitions. And it gives that part of me that loves to hold my breath like a job to do.
1: I guess this, yeah, quantum entanglement, like where your particles are, yeah, like just in the same space as other particles.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. That you're Whoa. like
2: shedding and also absorbing, and
1: yeah,
2: you know, stuff is attaching to you. And
1: because there's like coherent, like a laser is coherent, coherent because it's like perfect or something and never di- never dies, right? Or like photons almost never die, like they, yeah. But like, we are there's this idea that we're like a bad discoherence because we're we die we so die. quickly and we're so
2: fully connected with so much it's so wild to me that we live around so much that goes through this cycle of death and rebirth and death and rebirth constantly. And that the human mind still fears death in this like very like, like absolute way that doesn't make sense. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, to kind of like be able to partake in like this beautiful cycle that happens to like all this beautiful, like abundance around us, like just seems so like, now like it's a celebration to me.
0: I wonder if that's where my reverence toward seeing comes from then, this idea that photons don't die and that's superior.
1: All these photons that came out from like from the big bang that it's called like the like electromagnetic undercurrent or something like that. And they're like all exactly the same from where they were then.
2: That's amazing.
1: So wild. So if this, if a star is alive, you know, then or like that, or if like the the light comes from from like a live source. Maybe the photons are kind of like the like the fingernails or whatever, or like you know, the hair.
0: <laughs> Quantum entanglement, as if. As if there's like, if we're literally thinking of abundance as money and we contract space into nothing, then we are like within the exact same physical space as the money that we're like seeking. In which case it's like already here, basically.
3: It's like just being aware of it, maybe the quantum of physics. And when they look at those particles, they're like a gas. And then once they like view them, they turn into something. So like the massive amount of abundance of of like possibility in um, our awareness. And then they can also take that awareness and send it and have an abundance of healing or an abundance of, so it's really just whatever to like, bring it all together, wrap it up, uh, whatever we want it to be right I see like
2: so much other type of abundance that it just like doesn't even make sense well this is my drama (laughs) it doesn't make sense for me to like really even like try to make money sometimes and then I'm like wait I have no money (laughs) um
4: I I feel like we're going to be transitioning to a new earth or a new dimension and um you know as a as a collective, and they were talking about this morning how there is, of course, no money. they just simply, it won't exist. And I feel like you're already there in your mindset of understanding that concept fluidly and beautifully. That- when
0: we figure out that like, we can create something out of something else. Like that gas can turn into anything or we can alchemize like anything like gold is just not on my list when Mm -hmm. I could alchemize peace, I could alchemize feeling better. I Mm -hmm. got like money doesn't do those amazing things as well as like,
1: yeah, money is not the problem. Like the relationship to it is a problem. When we live in a collective, there is no such
4: thing as it's mine. It's ours. And therefore that eliminates that (laughs) whole. idea of I'm having to give you something for something else because that's yours and I want it for mine. Oh, it's gonna be ours and we share and we and we find so much joy in that. So I feel that yeah, it's our relationship to that whole concept.
2: Basically like the idea of money is just like kind of like collapsing on its own because we're just printing money from like kind of nothing at this point.
0: So it's like, I want to send Jeff Bezos love. I want him, I want to, I want that relationship like me and Jeff Bezos relationship to be peaceful.
4: Somebody who was having a BQH tapped into or was channeling Tupac, the rapper from back in the nineties. He was shot and for four days he laid in a hospital before he passed away. And during that time, Around the world, people were praying for him. You know, basically what we would say is sending him positive energy, sending him love and well-wishing and and that energetic um, feeling of goodness. Well, after he died, he said that he went to every single person that offered him a prayer. And he was energetically within their space, thanking them and giving them love back. Because he felt every single one of those prayers. It meant that much.
2: Love is like the ultimate currency. There is no good and bad. And like, you know, it's just people with more pain or people with less pain and more love. You know, like anything that feels off or feels scary or feels bad is usually just something with pain. And it's not necessarily bad to be in pain. It just... You know, people need guidance to, to better,
1: to love a lot of times. There was this moment where he started talking about money on the phone. The moment he started talking about it, there was like this gross feeling that I had, just like this like depressive, gross feeling. And I was like, whoa, like I just was so aware of it.
0: Yeah, that feeling is trying to like save your life. I think a lot of times
2: when we like are triggered by stuff, it's like definitely like a lesson that needs to be like learned.
0: We asked that trigger questions. And that was it just for five minutes. We just kept asking it questions. And mom and I both found the urge to analyze the answers we were getting. And then we both found out that asking the question is a lot easier way to get information than to try to pull it from the archives. So sure. ask a question, get an answer and just ask another question. And
3: mm-hmm. then
0: get a lot more info on this on this um, reaction. But that is really cool that you felt it so viscerally and it's like that you gave it a platform to speak and then now it's
3: talking to you.
1: It feels like something that's gonna need like a good amount of of attention or something. Like it's gonna take like a few different. So it feels like a lot of different types of trauma. Like there, there's like trauma like with it in this way, trauma with it in that way, like very different, like something related to like your family and something to related to like your own self-esteem, something related to
2: uh even like for some people I'm sure physically like mm. you yeah, know.
1: oh yeah for sure Physi- yeah because it's you know because jobs put us put our bodies in mm-hmm. this like these spaces
0: there was this event that was traumatic when I was younger of like winning a trophy and I was like oh I thought I've you know I thought I talked to this memory I thought we figured it out and I did I talked to part of the memory and then it turns out there's like like all around it there was other like instances like mm-hmm. you said there was the part at home and there was the part at school
1: everybody has this trauma <laughs> i've been learning more listening more stuff about crypto stuff too and it's like even though all that stuff is like there's this idealism around like universal money but it seems like so many of these people are also just like i want I just want a way out. Like, I'm scared that the U.S. currency is going to collapse or whatever. It's the same system, though. It's still the same concept. It's mine and
4: not yours. You know, I get it first.
1: You know, we got to get away from that idea. Yeah. Yeah. It was so exclusive. Like, so much exclusivity. To the point of, like, I was just like, this is so creepy. I do have this idea that um,
0: we are kind of like babies and or kids and kids do say like I need this doll and it's extremely important to my existence and then the parent <laughs> is like like I don't know if I can justify that and and I feel like that's how we are kind of with money like the parent sees long term like I'm this kid who's like I need I need this doll, like I need like literal dollars. And then my higher self is like, we're in a gift economy. And like, they're the parent being like, like your existence isn't, you know, predicated on the
3: ownership of this doll. So one thing that I do um, with my little people was I often say that once you have the object, it has now become yours and you have the responsibility to it. And that's where that attachment begins. And so if you lose this doll that you needed, then you are sad. And then you have that attachment and you yourself are creating that attachment to this doll. So if that doll is not yours, but that doll is a doll that you play with, then if you lose it, it will not be a loss because you will be able to play with another doll. I also do try to, Teach my kids, like a in a in a roundabout way, that the world is full of abundance. So, okay, we'll you know we have resources for that, or we have resources for this, or we'll put that on the list, or we'll see where that goes. um and then that way, it doesn't limit the mindset of what is a possibility.
0: Like as a recovering hoarder, that's what <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's what I do when I give away clothes is I'm like, I still have the memory and I don't actually need the artifact
3: to prove it. Having that control, that control of um, your outcome, it makes it easier. Or like Hannah, she likes to give all of her old clothes. She loves clothes. She likes to give all of her old clothes upcycled to Meridian. And so then Meridian can wear them and they can um, live on. And it's just having that, control for my kids seems to be a big, big aspect of how successful and how it's going to feel going on. They're not trying to save it for themselves, you know, like, oh, I'm going to save this for me, for my kids when they grow up or, you know, they're like, okay, when I grow out of this, I'm going to give this to the person I choose to give it to. Like you're supposed to flow,
2: you're supposed to flow, let things flow and like flow with things.
1: That it, you have to, like, let it happen.
0: Like, we're here to, like, flow together. To float with the tides. Yeah. Water has been a really strong metaphor in my life this past week. I do see water as something that it, like, confronts and feels mm-hmm. and surrounds and even leaves a trace on those rocks that it hits. mm mm-hmm but in like such a gentle way. And it ends up being really powerful. Like I've been tending a sidewalk with ice and snow on it this week and realizing that like, there's nothing I can do to stop the ice from freezing and like cracking the
3: sidewalk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Even like a small drip, can through, like metal. Like, you know what I mean? Like a small drip that goes on forever. It keeps through metal. Like
3: Yeah, my mom had us do this fun um, activity a little while back around Valentine's day when all that love energy was happening, we would put love into our water. And um, then we would drink our water, filling ourselves with love. And then when we let it go into like go to the bathroom, we would let love back into the water because water holds memory. And that was really fun. And my kids took off with it. They were putting love into the swimming pools. They were putting (laughs)
1: love into all of the water. When you wake up in the morning, like, bless yourself with your first drink of water.
4: Mm-hmm. Bless the whole water system, the whole water treatment system, so everybody gets to love.
0: Yes, we do live in the quantum field. Meanwhile, we do love water, and we see water as love, and mm. love is the ultimate currency. And a lot of the messages we're getting about our relationship with money are, like, be inspired by water. So we do have this really tangible... Um, way to view currency, to view money, to view dollars and I think it's healthy for us to go like all the way to like we're all connected, there's no space or time and whatever like that is and it's also really healthy to take that journey all the way back into I want like I need this doll. I need to spend dollars on this doll. And like, I think it's like a like love that journey. And maybe just travel through it like water. Like when we get to the mind thing, mm-hmm. we think about water. When we get to loan money. Like think about water. Like what would water do when we think of like when it all goes down? We can think about a waterfall. When we think about control, we can think about water. And like,
3: oh yeah the life cycle of water, you know, how long it takes for those, you know, that to crack up the cement, you know, it's just a witnessing of another life cycle.
1: All particles are also waves and they do act like water, like specific, they were talking specifically about water, like how water you can equate it to water. And so, yeah, like we, yeah, I think we, when it comes down to it, like, we do act like waves too i don't I, I feel like we you feel like you feel like if you're stuck in some reality that feels just so physical that you're not feeling beyond that or something like if you do feel beyond that like maybe that's that's becoming a wave I thought you were going to say drink water when you feel like that moment coming Just drink oh. water. There's water particles in air. Yeah.
3: That brings me back to Sears box breathing through life. We are just circling, cycling <laughs> back to the very beginning when Sears started off with box breathing and box breathing through transitions, filling ourselves up intentionally with the air. I feel like we all have a lot of
2: abundance flowing out of our hearts and I'm super grateful for that.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. yay thanks for listening to the podcast there's more there's ways to contact us there's lots of information in the in the whole universe i'm so grateful that you picked this information to digest